Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, hello. Today's podcast episode comes from one of you. So Stacey B2403 on my Instagram has wanted a podcast episode around self-love, worth, confidence, manifesting, and toxic relationships. That is a whole lot of stuff, so I'm going to break it down. If you don't know me, welcome to the podcast. My name is Stephanie Giorgio, and I'm a psychologist and just life enthusiasts. And I'm here to give you the ultimate mental health strategies to make your life as great as you want it to be. I'm not saying your life isn't great now, but there's always more we can be doing if we want to do them. No pressure at all. If you are happy and you are thriving, don't do anything. You do you because you are amazing the way you are. Now, this is a big topic, so I'm going to try to break it down as much as I can. So what is eating you? Now, I think all of these themes tie in together because toxic relationships affect your confidence and affect your self-worth. Now, how can manifesting come into this? And I actually do get questions on manifesting. And whilst manifesting isn't a psychological term, quote unquote, I believe in it. I really believe in what you think about is what you bring about because what you don't realize is you are affecting your subconscious mind every day. So I'm going to first start talking about that. Now, think of your mind as an iceberg. At the tip of the iceberg, above the water are your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions that you are readily aware of. Below the surface of the water is our subconscious. Now, these are things we can bring up to our conscious awareness if we want, but a lot of information does get processed at a subconscious level without even us realizing. And this is often dictated by what we think about, what we want, and what we desire. The issue is people are often thinking about what they don't want and then attracting more of what they don't want. But why does this happen? I'm going to speak about this from, I guess, a little bit more of a scientific term, but there is a part of your brain called the RAS, also known as the reticular activating system. 
Your reticular activating system, also known as your RAS, is a bundle of nerves at your brainstem that filters out unnecessary information so that the important information gets through. The RAS also seeks information that validates your beliefs. It will filter the world through the parameters you provide and your beliefs will shape these parameters. So for example, if you go around thinking, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, Your reticular activating system is going to look for and subsequently find fatness on your body, and this will influence your actions, which might be restrictive eating or binging. Now, the same happens with relationships. If deep down you think, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, then you're going to look for situations which ultimately attract that. Or if someone is treating you poorly, you may think, well, I don't deserve to be treated better. Now, this is a very brief example, so don't take every word. Take it with a grain of salt. I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. Now, the RAS works subconsciously. Its job is to keep you safe. It filters out what it thinks is unimportant. So we can influence our subconscious by what we think about. And deep down, a lot of people who do find themselves in toxic relationships have usually had concerns around their self-worth or people who have been in toxic relationships had a completely regular self-worth or a healthy self-worth and then found relationships to ultimately challenge their self-worth. Now, when I talk about self-worth, I'm talking about what you feel about yourself, how you think about yourself, the standards you ultimately hold to yourself. It can be tied in with confidence. It can be tied in with self-love. But ultimately, ask yourself this question, what does self-worth mean to you? If you woke up tomorrow and you had a much better self-worth or you felt, quote-unquote, worthy, what would be different in your life? This is a tricky question I ask a lot of people because people come to me and say, Steph, I want self-worth. I want to feel self-worth. And I ask if you woke up tomorrow and you felt that your self-worth was where you want it to be, if you felt worthy, what would be different? And they can't answer me because self-worth is within you and it is up to you. And it is a process that you need to invest in every single day because your self-worth is tied into your actions, it's tied into your thoughts, and it's tied into your feelings. Toxic relationships can obviously shake your self-worth. And for someone who used to be a strong woman, for example, may have a really low self-worth after being in a toxic relationship, because guess what? When someone tells you that you're not good enough, or you should be doing better, or you're not thin enough, or you're not pretty enough, or you're not smart enough, you start to believe it. You start to internalize those messages. You start to question yourself and you start to ultimately doubt yourself. So how do you get out of this vicious cycle? Now, manifesting is the act of putting out to the universe what you want, thinking about it, visualizing it, and imagining as if it's already happened. I do strongly believe in this, and I believe that manifesting works because your brain doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. But the issue is people imagine what they don't want to happen. But if you spend time really focusing on what you want, it's almost like when you think about a song and you really want to hear that song, what happens? It comes on the radio because you're literally putting that energy out there. You're putting the vibes out there. And I'm not a particularly spiritual person, although I did put 
a bay leaf and cinnamon and some chamomile under my pillow last night for the lion's gate portal because my friend told me to. So if those manifestations come true by the time you've heard this, it's the 9th of August, 2022, then please let me know. No, let myself know. I will let you know if my manifestations came true. But essentially, what you think about, you can bring about because you're thinking about it and you're believing it. Your brain can start to conceive it. Whereas if you do not believe you're worthy of love, if you don't believe you deserve someone who validates you and gives you affection and gives you attention, then essentially your brain is going to look for information to validate that. So it will look for people to date who essentially validate that belief. And at the end of the day, it's certainty. It's negative certainty, but it's certainty. So remember, your brain looks for information to validate your beliefs. And what you've got to do is you have to change your beliefs. And one way you can start to change your beliefs is through manifesting what you do want. So writing down what it is you do want, write down what your self-worth would look like if you had your ultimate idea of self-worth, write down what increased confidence would look like. I always say to people, if you wake up tomorrow and you had more confidence, what would you be doing? I'd go to the beach and I'd wear this bikini. Go do it. Go do it. You have to do the things you want to do to become more confident. Confidence, yes, it's a state of mind, but it's also taking action to unlock beliefs which have kept you stuck. So for example, if you're like, oh, if only I could wear that outfit or when I lose weight, I'll wear that outfit. You're putting conditions on your decisions. Whereas you wear that outfit, even though you think you can't, you go to the beach, even though you feel you're not confident enough, because doing those actions helps you to dismantle the beliefs that tell you that you can't do them. So I usually suggest writing down what your ideal vision looks like, write down what your ideal relationship looks like, write down what your ideal life looks like, write down your ideal partner, your ideal job, and get so descriptive with it. Describe what it looks like, what it smells like, what it tastes like, the amount of money, specifics, so specific. I have a bit of a personal story on this. So I decided to manifest my dream partner (laughs) and this was around lockdown. So I actually attended some seminars and when I attended those seminars, As I was saying, I got invited to some seminars on property and I signed up to some property coaching. And because of that, I got free tickets to Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within. And I have been to Tony Robbins before. I actually took an ex-partner there a few years ago. And I'm like, if Tony can't fix us, no one can. And I, I just love Tony Robbins. I love his energy. I love his vibe. But anyways, the point of the story is I used that workshop to manifest my dream partner and I broke through beliefs that were holding me back. And for me, there was, I guess, old beliefs around I had to be a certain way to attract a certain partner. I had to look a certain way. My body needed to be a certain way. And I'm just saying this out loud because I know a lot of you think this way, that you need to be this person to attract the ultimate person. And yes, there is an element of that, but it is so much more than your body weight, shape and size and all of that jazz. Long story short, I wrote a detailed list. And when I'm talking specific 
it was specific. I wrote down on a list. And if you're out there and you're single and you want to try this, this is not a psychological strategy and it is not therapy, but do this. Get a piece of paper and on one side of the paper, write do want and on the other side of the paper, write don't want and write all the characteristics of your dream partner, or it could be your dream job, or it could be your dream life, right? But for the sake of attracting a partner, be so specific. I was so specific that people gave me grief. They were like, oh my God, you're so picky as if you have a list in your phone. And I would read this list and I'd be like, yep, this is what I'm looking for. This is it. And like you'd scroll down and it was so specific to physically what I was looking for, mentally, the type of baggage I was okay with, the type of um, hobbies and interests and all of that. Then at night, I would do this manifestation meditation where I literally would act as if I had met the dream man. I would say, yep, I've met him. I used to visualize like we were going to Bali and we'd, we'd actually, in my manifestation. I dreamed that I met him in Bali, but I didn't. And I met him a month later on a Zoom in a mastermind group in Tony Robbins. So what happened was I ended up buying the whole university because I always get sucked into stuff like that. And then there was a mastermind as part of it. And this was during lockdown. And this is when I was at my most vulnerable. We couldn't exercise. I had one eyebrow. My hair hadn't been dyed. I was just like, I just felt so disheveled. You know, when we all went through that stage of lockdown where it was, yeah, don't even go there. And that's where we met. That's where we met. And I met him a month later. And I'm not saying this is going to happen for everyone, but Stop saying, I'm never going to meet anyone. I always get the shitty end of the stick. I always date the worst guys. I always have the worst luck. Even if that may be the case, stop saying it. Stop putting it out there because remember, your brain is going to look for information to validate your beliefs. So start to say, I'm meeting him. He's around the corner. Like we're getting married. I just need to find out who he is. Act as though you have met him visualize what it looks like, visualize your dream job. So that's a little bit on manifesting. Now let's talk a little bit on self-love, the same thing and confidence. Act as if you are the person you want to be. A lot of people say to me, Steph, what do I do to become more confident? What do I do to self-love? Ask yourself if you were more confident and you loved yourself, what would you be doing? And then go do that thing, right? I would approach people when I'm out. Okay, do it. Yes, it's uncomfortable, but growth happens outside your comfort zone. And if you don't challenge those beliefs, if you don't challenge those beliefs with action, then you're always going to be stuck in fear. And being stuck in fear is not a place you want to be. I feel like I'm yelling, but I'm just very passionate about the topic. Now, toxic relationships, get out. Get out quickly. Past behavior is the most accurate predictor of future behavior. So if someone has done a dodgy in the past or been unfaithful or lied to you, or you can expect it's going to happen in the future. And a lot of people get a little bit, you know, edgy when I say this and they're like, oh, but people can change. Yes, absolutely. They can change. But the question you've got to ask yourself is, are you prepared to hang around while they quote unquote change? 
Are you prepared to lower your quality of life and level of satisfaction in your relationship while they emotionally mature and change? And if you do, you are a remarkable and patient woman. But for me, I wasn't about that. You know, I was in a couple of relationships where they needed to go through those quote unquote dickhead years where they needed to go out and have fun and whatever. And that is fine. And at that age and that developmental level, that is typically what people will do in relationships. So you've got to ask yourself, do I wake up every day and feel happy and amazing and excited and grateful and blessed and think, oh my God, this partner's amazing. Yeah, I used to wake up with uncertainty and I'm like, this can't be right with my old partners. I used to wake up and think, is this it? I don't think it is. And then people would talk me into it. They say, no, Steph, it's normal, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, but shouldn't I wake up being like, this is it, this is amazing. And I just stayed in that limbo because my relationship wasn't bad. It ticked all the boxes on paper, but I'm like, okay, well, it's not bad. So, okay, well, it should be all right. But that wasn't right. It shouldn't be like that. You should wake up being like, yes, bitch, this is it. So toxic relationships. If you're in a toxic relationship, get out and get support. I know this can be extremely challenging and extremely difficult, but you need a tribe around you. Try to talk to someone about what is going on. Try to get support because usually toxic relationships have a cycle, right? There's the honeymoon phase where things are good. Then there's the buildup where there's a little bit of tension. Then there is the explosion. Now you are best leaving in the honeymoon phase, but don't settle for toxic behavior. And at the end of the day, the way someone will respond to your needs will tell you everything about that person. So if you're unsure, if you're dating a toxic person, if you're unsure, if you're dating a narcissist, if you're unsure whether there are red flags, how that person responds to your feelings will tell you everything about them. If they minimize your feelings, if they say that you're overreacting, that you're just being emotional, red flag, red flag. And there are lots of other red flags. I might actually do a separate episode on toxic relationships, but look, don't stress. If you've experienced a toxic relationship or you believe that you may be in one or even a toxic friendship, know that you don't have to stay there. You can leave. Your life is too short to be in a dynamic that doesn't make you feel good. At the end of the day, whenever you're thinking about a dynamic, whether it's a friendship or a relationship, ask yourself, how does this person make me feel? How do I feel when I'm around them? How often do I feel really amazing? How often do I feel crap? What would I say to a friend in my position? Remember, the quality of your life is dependent on the quality of the questions you ask yourself. Ask deep questions and answer them honestly. But of course, if you need support, if you're in a toxic dynamic, reach out. Get in touch either with a psychologist, speak to your GP or speak to a loved one because you don't have to be experiencing this. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. It went on a little bit longer than I expected, but I can't wait to go into this in more detail. And if you have a specific request for an episode, let me know on my Instagram or on my TikTok and I will be sure to do it. Take care and have a beautiful rest of your day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.